Ed Peters, and on behalf of Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to our study in Matthew chapter 7, moving on to verse 6. On our previous study, taken from verses 1 through 5 of this chapter, Jesus instructed his disciples and followers that we are to be very careful as to how we judge our fellow Christians, for we do not know or understand why a brother does a certain thing. We see only outward acts. The point being, if you are harsh in your judgment of others, you will be harshly judged yourself. Now here in verse 6, Jesus warns his followers against the prostitution of holy things. In this verse, we are required to judge the character of certain people. We are told not to give that which is holy to those that hate the truth and righteousness, or to cast our pearls before the impure who are incapable of appreciating the priceless jewels of Christianity. The gospel is brought into contempt, and those that share it are insulted when it is forced upon those who cannot value it and will not accept it. Now, here is verse 6, and it reads, Don't give holy things to depraved men. Don't give pearls to swine. They will trample the pearls and turn and attack you. Immortal, invisible, God only wise, in light inaccessible, hid from our eyes, most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of Like mountains high soaring above, thy clouds which are fountains of goodness and love. Great Father of glory, pure Father of light, thine angels adore thee, all veiling their sight. Oh, Jesus tells us in verses 1 through 5 that we are not to judge. And then here in verse 6, he tells us that we are to judge. So just what are we to do? Well, he does not leave us without an answer. 
The question is answered beginning with verse 7, and we will see that prayer is the way out of this dilemma. We will focus on verses 7 through 12 on our next study. Now, here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Humans' minds have been clouded by sin. In fact, I believe that without the work of God's Holy Spirit, any spiritual comprehension would be impossible. For various reasons I'll enumerate later, it is extremely difficult for some people to accept, much less understand truth, that goes beyond our material world, the world of the senses. Some humans have simply shut their minds to spiritual truth. This may be due to intellectual pride. I'm sorry for such persons. They limit their understanding when they refuse to open their minds to spiritual things. The writer of the book called Hebrews wrote, By faith we understand. There are certain things that humans cannot and will not understand unless they employ faith. Some things are just not understandable on a purely human mental level. Intellectual pride keeps minds closed. The practice of immorality often closes minds to spiritual truth. Minds that are covered with moral filth cannot comprehend spiritual things. Immoral behavior clouds the mind and crowds out God. Then there are others who, as one writer put it, are simply constitutional mockers of the Spirit. They mock anything that they do not understand. To them, any mention of another level of existence, such as eternity, seems a joke. So a Christian who understands and is open to spiritual truth might find it impossible to converse about spiritual matters with some people. This can be very frustrating for both parties. One author wrote that a man can only understand what he is fit to understand. Jesus had something to say about this. In Matthew 7, verse 6, these words of Jesus are recorded. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet, then turn and tear you to pieces. During the days of the earthly church, these words were sometimes used by Jews who believed that God's grace was for them alone. The Gentiles were dogs. Even Paul experienced such use when the Jews insisted that Gentiles had to be circumcised and accept the law before they could become Christians. Some early Christian churches used these words of Jesus to justify closed, exclusive communion. When pagans accepted Christ as Savior, the Christians were afraid that they would bring their immorality into the church. Many in the early church were legitimately concerned about purity, although some tended towards syncretism. That is, they tried to compromise and to wed Christian thought to pagan thought by trying to find areas of agreement. If Christianity was to survive, then it had to defend itself against such syncretistic influences. I do not believe that Jesus was talking to Jewish Christians about the Gentiles, 
nor was he referring to the exclusiveness of the Lord's Supper. What was Jesus saying? I repeat the words Jesus said. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under feet, then turn and tear you to pieces. The dogs mentioned here are not household pets of today. They were considered unclean and they were wild and despised. At times they would even attack people. The pigs were clearly ceremonially unclean animals. So Jesus is speaking about something that is clearly vicious and unclean. What is not to be done? Evidently to offer what is sacred to those who despise it. The dogs and pigs represent people of any race who have closed their minds to the gospel or to spiritual truth for one reason or another. Their minds are closed, either because of their immoral preoccupation, their intellectual pride, their cynical mockery, or some other reason. Their mind is shut, and no amount of discussion or argumentation will persuade them to change it. Jesus forbids arguing spiritual or gospel truth with such persons. It is casting pearls before swine. They simply wallow it into the mire of filth. They treat gospel truth with contempt and disgust. It is foolishness to them. Personally, I do not like to argue about certain spiritual truths with those who have no intention of considering it. It's not only a waste of time, but it degrades the truth. Truth about God, about Christ, about the Spirit of God and the gospel are sacred. And while the gospel should be presented to all who would consider it, there may be times when, for reasons stated above, it should not be offered. One author wrote that it's not to everyone that we talk about everything. When talk fails, then finally a life without words may get through. That's all that's left. Sometimes a life lived well is more powerful than the most persuasive argument.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA. 